Well, hello there. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to the latest installment of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we have Mr. Joe Kaleo from the Kaleo Wealth Management Group joining us here in just a moment for another wealth management-related discussion, because that is what we tackle here on the show. And you know what? We're, we're tight. We're, we've really got a good topic today. I'm excited about it. You know, how many times have you probably heard us on this show talk about interpersonal connections, building that team around you? Boy, is it ever so crucial. Well, today's topic, we're talking about you know, generating success in business through the people that you connect with. So hear me out. Great success in business, you know, and in life is often fueled by those great relationships that we form, right? With friends, family, you know, colleagues in our workplace. Well, today we're examining that true importance behind those relationships. And we're going to walk through a four-step process today to help you build and enhance the connections that you already have to help you reach those goals, both personally and professionally. So that being said, let's go ahead and bring Joe on and get right into this process. Joe, it's good to see you. How are you doing today? Doing great, Ryan. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Always look forward to getting together with you, Joe. And I'm excited about this one today because we're talking about this four-step process, right, on how we can grow and enhance these relationships that we have with some of our trusted advisors. And so, Joe, let's first off start by talking about how just having strong connections at the beginning and just other good relationships can really fuel success moving forward. Set the scene on this, if you will, for us. Yeah, Ryan, let's even think back to a few years ago with the onset of COVID. Right. And didn't we feel that we lost connectivity with so many people? And now we see and appreciate the importance of connectivity more than ever before. So, certainly when I look back, right, so many times our financial success is often tied directly to our relationships, that amount of connectivity with that we have with other people around us. So, if you ask any entrepreneur or senior manager how far they'd get without their top relationships, they'll tell you it's crucial. I mean, in nearly all the cases we've seen, business owners' accomplishments can be traced back to their business relationships. And sure, some entrepreneurs' sheer brilliance is just going to carry them no matter what. Not everybody can be an Elon Musk, for example. However, accomplishments can largely be credited to the quality of their business relationships. So when you think about that, connection goes way beyond just our work lives. I mean, too often we don't fully appreciate that connection and those strong relationships and how vital they are to the success we enjoy in our personal areas of our life, our families, our communities, our sense of fulfillment, what we get out of life, all of it. But individuals and families who achieve their goals, big and small, right, they tend to be due to, in large part, the connections that we've had and we've developed with people, both personally and professionally. I mean, a handful of people might be able to get it, might be able to do it all for themselves, but so many times people simply steamroll others to grab that brass ring or that success. But overall, I can't help but think it's the relationships that power the results across the board for the most of us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Joe. And and even though we know it's the connection is just so important these days, I, I think it's also worthwhile to look at the other side of the coin and that idea of people feeling disconnected from each other, especially, you know, with the year, you know, and change that we've been having recently. Talk to me a little bit about how that disconnection in some cases can also be, you know, a lead to a result of the flip side of, you know, the positivity that we're talking about here. Yeah, it's increasingly challenged for many of us to have these relationships and to really excel. 
I mean, for probably more reasons that we can even get into here, but the good news is that there is a process that virtually anyone can use to connect with others. And that continues to build productive relationships, enhance them over time, their life, help them optimize their financial world so that everyone who's a part of that relationship comes away with something feeling like they were a winner. I mean, for example, if you do contract work for a mid-sized company, you want more work. You want to make more money from that company. Well, while the company wants to keep growing, you want to keep developing and working on a deeper relationship, either with the business owners that you're working with directly or the managers that work for the owners. You want to do more work for them and helping them grow. Well, as they expand and need more work done, they'll look to you possibly for more help with additional projects and potentially pay you more over time. Sure, sure. So, Joe, I mean, we're we're diving into this four-step process today to practically connect with anyone. Let's start at the beginning. Take us through it. Where do we begin in connecting with practically anyone? Well, the first step, obviously, is understand what you want. What are your self-interests? I mean, you have to start by being very clear what your most important goals are, the issues could be, and what are the concerns. You need to know what winning in a given situation or a certain environment looks like to you. I mean, that's the important thing because you've got to know what you want. The more clear you are on your own goals, the more likely you are to reach that end goal. But don't shortchange yourself. If you have big aspirations, they can usually foster big results. And failing to think too big often can result in incremental results that don't meaningfully boost your success. So once you take that type of clarity and determine what you're looking for from your relationships, which in turn then help you identify the areas of direct alignment or ways to deliver value. Roger, that's just step one, you know, identify those self-interests. What are we talking about with step two, Joe? Yep. Understanding the other person's self-interest, what they're looking for, what their needs are. When you, other, uh, when you identify the other person or persons and what they want, what their need is, that's the key step in building connection because then it helps you to determine whether you share some or all of the same goals. If you can identify that alignment and you can start to craft some sort of relationship where each of you can benefit by helping each other, then you're going to have a win-win scenario, right? Determining though what's important can become challenging because oftentimes in negotiations, it's common for people to kind of hide their goals and the perspectives, especially if they see you're on the other side. So if people aren't forthcoming, you might have to pull that out of them a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because yes, sometimes people are a little close to the vest when it comes to the, you know, their personal aspirations and goals for the future, especially with regard to business. So, so Joe, what is the solution to that when you do run into somebody who isn't as forthcoming as you might want them to be so that you can establish that, that knowledge of what their interests are and how they can align with your own? Yeah, you got to find that connection, right? And you've got to work to unearth what is positive or potentially positive, what are their aspirations, and what's potentially negative or their fears to a situation or a goal, something along that line. And so there's often kind of three steps that you may use, and people often know this, it may just need a refresher course, but first, tune in. I mean, you have to convey that you're present in the conversation, that you're interested, you're concerned, you're listening, you're looking at them in the eyes and you're going to be authentic, right? So tuning in. Discovery, 
you cannot give to get until you really ask questions and probe into the getting the insight of what really matters to them as well. And understand what's their concern, what are their goals, and empathy. It's intertwined with discovery. You need to sincerely understand other people from their vantage point and know what it's like to walk in their shoes. You need to understand what it is that that has that deep insight into and about them. Once you start that conversation and once you want to have that connection with them, you should use all three. And when you tune in and engage in discovery, hopefully then it's going to lead to that information, that data that you want to employ and empathize and help to begin to craft what that mutual goal or setting should be for you both to go forward. Sure thing. So, all right, here we are. We've, we've identified our own self-interests. We've gone through that, that process of, of feeling somebody out that maybe not, that isn't as forthcoming with those details. Now we know their interests, their goals. Where do we take the conversation from here? How do we continue with this four-step process? Yeah. Step three, appeal to their self-interests, appeal to their goals, to their, their motivation, whatever it is that they've got. And that doesn't mean to persuade or convince them if the opportunity, it's about accentuating those opportunities, right? What actually exists in this situation, it's about having a determined effort to help other people accomplish their objectives. And there are two basic ways you can go about doing it, being directly aligned with them and adding value to what they're trying to do, right? So let's start with direct alignment. Here, you see the overlap of your interests and their interests and how you're working together and what you're dealing with. And so the more overlap that exists, the more your respective actions further your shared goals. So it's easier for you to reach it together. Now, in some cases, you may not have direct goals and alignment, but you can still deliver added value in an approach that says, I know how to help get you there. Let me help you do it. So in these, you're using your capabilities, your insights, your connections, possibly some referrals, other partners, help other people achieve their goals and agendas that may be slightly different from yours or not directly connected to yours. But it still enables you to tap into what's often called the law of reciprocity, right? We've all heard that before. And it's more a social norm than an actual law, but it's still that internal pressure of, here, I think I can help you. Let me add value and hopefully it'll come back around over time. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff in there, Joe. The law of reciprocity. I like that. It's perfect for this this moment in this four step process. Okay, we we've we've had that kind of tougher conversation almost to to really get into with somebody. Bring it home for us. What's the fourth and final step to really truly connect with anyone? Yeah, it, it's the one I think a lot of people may forget to do, but it's tracking your results. Right? If you truly want to be successful. You want to track the results that you generate together so you can accelerate your success collectively. Highly successful people in all areas may value good intentions, but they want to see those intentions come to fruition and produce good results. So good intentions without meaningful results are all ultimately just nice thoughts, right? Nice thoughts don't create highly successful companies. They don't build significant wealth. So the only way you know your actions are ended up working out over time you've got to track it, right? You need to track the results to see if your efforts to help others are being translated into more and better outcomes. So when you track the results, yours and those of people in your relationship, 
you can then see and determine if your efforts are actually maximizing your future success. I mean, you might, for example, decide to optimize other business relationships. You might choose to refine the added value you're providing to a peer. It all depends on how the situations are playing out. And of course, the only way you'll know is if you're paying attention to the details. Very fair point, Joe. So, so all right, we've gone through the four steps. Let's, you know, as, as we're kind of coming to the end of our conversation here, let's bottom line it for our audience. If, if somebody was to go through and execute well on those four steps, what's the outcome look like? Where does it bring them? What is that situation, that relationship that's kind of now cultivated? What does that look and feel like from now? Yeah, I, I think ultimately you've got to see that this process is aimed at empowering you to help others. And as you help others, they should be helping you reach your goal one or goals one way or the other, right? So it should be that win-win scenario over time. It may not happen right away, but it should be over time. And by harnessing those enlightened self-interest and added value, you change the game that's creating significant possibilities for everybody. The more you create these types of connections with practically anyone in a wide variety of professional and personal situations, the more you help people get what they, they are seeking and finding those actions, I think you'll be a winner as well, right? So for every person with whom you have that chance to enhance or optimize that connection, more of that relationship, you're going to fully understand your own self-interest as well. So let's see how you can explore they, how you help them achieve their self-interest. Yeah. And Joe, I mean, I think we'd be remiss without saying this is something that you and your team employ. I mean, we talk so much about working with a team of trusted advisors, bringing in those outside experts to make sure that you're making strategic decisions based on your clients' needs. And this is something that you and your team utilize to be able to develop that professional network, to be able to provide that top tier service. Am, am I correct in saying that? You're right. We've done a lot of work in curating the best experts in their field, both nationally and locally, right? Depending upon what clients want. So that way, when they have a goal, we know who to turn to and walk with them, right? So we are incorporating a relationship with those other professionals. We don't often just refer someone out to some other professional. We've curated a relationship and then work with that professional as well. So we're there every step of the way with the client and the other professional. We feel it's very important to work together and collaboratively. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked in prior episodes, rather than working in silos, we could really achieve a lot more if we all work together. And I, I think that's a that's a great thing that you and your team, you know, strive to, to do for your clients. But Joe, for anybody out in our audience today that, you know, they're, they're hearing this conversation, and it's resonating with them, that idea of, of, of connecting with maybe it's a maybe it's a vendor, maybe it's a, a potential business partner, maybe it's a prospect even, and they're looking to connect with these people, they've taken something away from this conversation, or maybe they're interested in just chatting with you and your team about how you guys have been employing this process for your company. And maybe they want to reach out and chat with you guys about it, what would be the best way they could get in touch with you and your team? Look us up, send us an email, give us a phone call. We're here five days a week. We even check our emails on weekends from time to time as well. Probably shouldn't, but we can't always just turn it off. Uh, but we're available. Send us, a, send us an email. Give us a phone call. We're happy to ch chat and, uh, and help however we can. 
Fantastic. Well, Joe, you're a busy guy. You've got a company to run. I will let you get back to doing that, but I appreciate you carving some time out to be with me and, and dive into this pretty unique process, right? Of being able to connect with anybody. That's a powerful process. So I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Thanks, Ryan. Great to see you. Talk to you soon. Absolutely. Good seeing you as well, Joe. And hey, we also want to say one final thank you to our audience, you guys for jumping aboard, being with us on the show today. If you took anything away from today's show, do us a favor, hit the, you know, leave a comment for us or subscribe to the show on whichever platform that you're checking us out on today. And of course, share this information with any friends or family, business owners, anybody that you think would benefit from these types of discussions. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, you know, we're taking the same types of strategies, solutions, and ultimately just conversations that Joe and his team are having with their clients on a regular basis. And we're bringing them right here to you guys on this show. So that being the case, we've got a lot of great topics for some future episodes. And I'm excited to unpack those with Joe. We would hate to have you miss out on any of those conversations with us. So for Joe, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you one final time for being with us on today's installment of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. This presentation is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be those of UBS Financial Services Incorporated. UBS Financial Services Incorporated does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. This material is made available for use by CEG. Neither UBS Financial Services Incorporated nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services Incorporated offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC registered broker dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services Incorporated is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, member SIPC. Joe Kaleo at Kaleo Wealth Management Group, UBS Financial Services Incorporated. Office address 200 West Highway 6, Suite 400 in Waco, Texas, 76712.